Hey guys, this is Love and Meets with the Real Housewives of Dubai star Caroline Stanbury, also host of Divorce Not Bread. Hey guys, this is Love and Meets with the one, the only Caroline Stanbury, Real Housewives of Dubai star. Yes, we had her on the show, and she is as candid in real life as she is on her podcast, on her show, on social media. Honestly, she's so lovely in person and she spoke about just being in Dubai and how Dubai is so different to every other city she's lived in. She spoke about parenting, gave mom tips, great mom tips may I add to that. Uh, So if you have a zoo in your house and you need a few, you know, like tips on how to deal with that, then this podcast is definitely one you should hear, plus relationship advice. Welcome back to the Love in Dubai show, star of Real Housewives of Dubai, host of Divorce Not Dead podcast, entrepreneur, mom and social media star, Caroline Stanbury is busy, a firm favorite on Reality TV for her noble attitude. Today, we're going to get to know Caroline a little bit better. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you for having me. This is really exciting. Welcome to the show. So your most recent post on social media that blew up was your Barbie post, and you do look like a real life Barbie. I, I tend to live like Barbie. I've got the pink golf cart. I thought it was, it, it was a complete surprise. Everyone loved it, but it was a lot of fun to do. The Barbie, the whole Barbie skin, yeah. is it? Okay, so tell us a little bit about yourself and our audience. So, uh, well, I mean, I, I um, live in Dubai. I'm on Real Housewives. I used to do Ladies of London. And um, now I'm also a podcaster in America, so which is great. So we're big fans of Real Housewives. Mm-hmm. And our question to you is, did you help bring it to Dubai? Because obviously you were on, you were such a, uh, you're a star on Ladies of London. And there was always kind of hype around whether it would come. And I feel like you were part of that. I don't know. You know, I was actually um, asked maybe to go for Beverly Hills. And then I said no. Um, I couldn't move at the time. And then I know that the production company were looking to bring to bring it to Bravo. And then when Bravo decided to do it, obviously they came to find me. So I don't know in which order it happened. Never asked. Um, but, you know, I, I have been told I'm the anchor. Um, so yeah, I guess I've been, I was on Bravo for four years before, so yeah, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, I'm known on the channel. Okay, so if, you, <clears throat> if you've seen Selling Sunsets, there's this uh, one cast member, Christiana. Yeah, Christine. 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 Yeah, so in one of our interviews, she's like, am I the drama? I don't think I'm the drama. Do you feel like that's you? Well, I mean, I think being um, having been on reality TV before, you know, and you've got a whole load of women that don't know what to expect with you, whether you're coming in to say, this is my show. Um, yeah, I'm the drama, right? Like, do you anchor, the, uh, do you carry the show on your back, like they say? Do I? I mean, I don't, I don't think, I, the show, you know, a reality show, and this is not being humble, really does require a lot of people because, you know, you need the characters to, um, you know, spar with. Do I carry it? No, there's there's some characters in there. I mean, if you've watched season one, um, but I'm a big piece of it because Bravo, obviously, the the audience have grown up with my children. They were on Bravo since they were two. So they were, you know, and I've got a new life, a new city. So obviously people came as well because they were interested in where I was in my life. Um, Mm -hmm. I'm a completely different person. Well, how do the storylines for these type of shows come out? And do you think you're accurately portrayed on the show? Um, look, you know, the camera doesn't lie, but, um, you know, edit can be, you know, you accurately, it, it was difficult because that's when you're getting to know new groups of women as well, you're not naturally completely yourself. 
right? Because mm. you're kind of on the defense. I think this season you're going to see more accurately who I am and more of my family. Because season one is also also a very difficult time because you're introducing all these new characters mm-hmm. to everybody, mm-hmm. right? You need to know their family, their friends. So you don't really get to see too in-depth one person at a time. This season, I think you're going to see who I am. Okay, interesting. Speaking of which, how do these plot lines come about for season one? Did they uh, beforehand brief you like it's going to be mostly introductory? And then for season two, we want to go into this. Is it pretty much the consensus of the show told to you beforehand? No, we, we, it, it, it all unfolds. They never tell you. But I mean, obviously, when you start a new show with anything, they're going to introduce each family first, right? Because you, the audience, need to understand who each person is. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the, the drama between the ladies, well, that just naturally happens because I think, you know, in normal life, if I, if I meet you today and I don't like you, I don't have to see you again. Mm-hmm. But when I've, you know, we've been put together in a, a group, you know, and and some of us are natural friends and some of us aren't, you know, then drama ensues. have to ask, you're obviously a great friend with Nina and yes. she said that she's not coming back for season two. So who's taking her place? Do we know? Oh, well, I'm going to leave that one to um, for you guys to find out. But she, they're a lot of fun. I'm, I'm Miss Nina. <laughs> We've heard our, you know, like through the great There's whisperings as to who's coming. Yeah, but um, I want to ask, like compared to all the other cities and countries you've lived in, you're now living in Dubai. How is it like living here? And I mean, mostly compared to the other places you've been staying. I mean, funnily enough, uh, I think Dubai is the one person place, sorry, the one place that people don't expect to stay. Um, so I've lived here for quite a few years, not realizing that I was going to end up here. And now I've just finally bought my house here and settled. And I realized, oh, I live in Dubai. <laughs> um, why do I love it? It's it's been it's created my dream life. I it's safe. My kids can do whatever they want. You know, I feel like. It's just there's nowhere else in the world like this right now. You know, mm-hmm. there really isn't. You just read all these hor- horror stories. And I still sleep with my, you know, doors open. It's nuts. And you've started businesses here as well. Um, mm-hmm. You're obviously a successful entrepreneur as well as social media star. Yeah. Like, was that easy? Um, starting businesses here? Yeah. I mean, look, I started my podcast from my bedroom here. And I'm now at over five and a half million downloads, which is great. Mm-hmm. Um, so I didn't realize that would go so well. And then we're just launching our um, gummies line, Bust the Label, which is coming out any minute. So yeah, everyone's been super supportive. I mean, we, we're very lucky because we have fans all over the world. And, you know, I've had this platform for many years. Um, but I, you know, Dubai made me an accidental influencer, I mm. call it, because that wasn't my plan and it wasn't how I was before. But I, <clears throat> I think here I just got embraced and, you know, I have a lot of fun. My Instagram is tongue in cheek. It's not to be taken that seriously. So I want to ask, like, <clears throat> is getting out of your comfort zone, would you say it's like one of the key factors of just growing? Because you were in your comfort zone, you know, like where you were in London and you were just, you, you had your space, you had your people. And then just making such a jump and moving to Dubai, your whole life, your businesses, your house. Um, yeah, just... moving out of your comfort zone? I do a lot of, well, I've done a lot of podcasts on comfort zone because if you're comfortable, nothing good ever happens. You need to like, you know, really push yourself unless you're going, oh my God, you know, it's like a, it's like a ride. It's a, you know, and, and you have to learn to pivot and absolutely, uh, all the best things have happened to me when I have gone, what the hell am I doing? Oh, And speaking of getting out of your comfort zone, we see a lot of your life. We know your family. We know Sergio. But what do you put to the public? And then what's important for you to keep private? 
I mean, honestly, it's funny because I think when you do something like this, I don't really keep a lot private. You'll see even on uh, this season, you know, you'll see me and Sergio have our rows and everything else. Most of my life is, um, you know, open to, to everything. I, I find it hard to keep most things. My children, I guess. My kids are at an age, they're teenagers. They don't really want to be on social media. And so I get a lot of stick for where are your kids, but they're with me. They just, you know, they're 13 and 17. They don't want it. They, they think I'm uncool. Oh my. <laughs> I mean, that is with every parent-child yeah. relationship. Yes. It's pretty much yes. the same. Oh. You can't do anything to be cool for them. Nothing to be cool. But their friends think I'm cool, so that's all right. But they think, I, they're like, oh, you're so embarrassing, mom. But it's crazy because you have three kids. It feels like a military operation. Like, what is the Caroline Stanbury machine? What goes on, like, behind all the glass? It is nuts. It's nuts because living with three teenagers, so it's three mini people that literally hate you in your own house, right? <laughs> so it's like, and I call them mini pickpockets because they empty my handbags of money. They're like running off in different directions. It's chaos every day. I can't tell you. Three dogs, a turtle, my husband <laughs> who's 28. You know, it's, it's a crazy house. Mm-hmm. But I love it. And I wouldn't have it any team, other way. Is there a team that help you? Or Yes, I do. I have a driver, two assistants, um, but, you know, and, and a housekeeper. It's, it's, it is military. But they're getting to an age also where I think now it's going to be easier. I hope to wind down a little bit with the, with the stress yeah. of it all because I think now they can actually get themselves up. They can, you know, pack their own bags, do all of this stuff, you know, so... I hope my life will calm down. So, okay, if you could give a few tips to mothers out there, you know, just to like handle the zoo that they have in their house, what would those tips be? I think to try and let go. You know, um, there are phases, like I have one son that's very outgoing and wants to be with his friend and one son's that a gamer. And we all turn out sometime, somehow okay, right? So to not micromanage them too much, let them be the individuals they are, you know, and just take some, I would say, self-care, self-care. It's not being selfish, like happy mom, happy life, because kids aren't stupid. If you're going into it like, oh my God, they can read it. You know, I'm just like, okay, it's, you know, sometimes it's just, it is what it is. Mm. Speaking of tips, um, you and Sergio are together. Yes. Do you have advice for people who might be entering non-traditional relationships? If there is maybe an age gap or maybe it's maybe meeting in Dubai, people are from all over the world, meeting different people. I mean, funnily enough, Dubai is somewhere, you know, that you would have non-traditional relationships because it's so transient. People are in and out from all walks of life, right? So this is one of the places that should embrace that kind of um, relationship. So my advice is to, you know, not think about what society has always told you and to take things um, at face value for yourself. Because sometimes, you know, um, today, different religions, different areas, different backgrounds, you know, they do work. And I think Sergio and I are an example of that. I mean, you know, on paper, we should not work. (laughs) But somehow we do because he's perfect for my crazy. I can't see an older man liking my lifestyle at all. He's here, by the way. He came in at the same time as you, and uh, he's behind there somewhere, I think. My I biggest, my biggest, biggest cheer, cheerleader, yeah. Super sweet. Before you said uh, that you're thinking of winding down, but what would that actually look for you? Do you think you could actually wind down? No, I couldn't wind down. I'm, <laughs> I'm lying. I just, you know, I'm not winding down. I'm just like, I, I work at a million miles an hour, and my head is always like this. But I mean, I'm 47. I mean, I've got to be able to um, put my feet up at some stage, don't I? I'm hoping that, the, you know, Sergio will take over and, 
you know, and I'll just, I don't know what it would He's taking like. notes. Yeah. <laughs> But you know what, you guys are a massive couple goals and it was so cute, the video you guys had out of the Barbie. I just loved, loved the whole, just how it came to life. So clever, wasn't it? It was genius, yeah. and the CGI mix. Oh, oh my god, so he's so he, good, like, so this good. guy's a genius. Uh, so yeah, it was amazing. Um, so my next question to you is: Okay, so you do live your life in the public eye, but uh, you're on the show. You show so much on social media. So how much of it do you keep private, or do you even believing? Do you even believe in keeping your life private? Uh, like I said, no, no, like not really. I, other than my children, um, me and Sergio, I, we're kind of an open book. I don't think you can go into reality TV if you hold back. People see through it, mm-hmm. right? So that is the problem. That the camera doesn't lie, and you'll see this season. Like we moved, I think twice, and the stress levels. And we lived with a friend. I was I was building my house here, and as you know, nothing goes to plan. It was meant to be two weeks. We ended up there eight weeks. So, you know, we weren't in our comfort zone. We argued a lot. It was what it was. You can either h- try and hide that and then come on screen and do this, but it doesn't work. And you'd, you'd see it straight away. And I would suffer, you would suffer. You know, the show wouldn't be good. It, so, no, I just, I mean, Instagram, you can kind of hide stuff because, you know, it's just a picture. It's a moment But do you get a time. reaction from people saying, like, that was so relatable, we relate to this, and we've had the same issue with our relationship or, like, our kids? Yeah, loads, loads. Um, you know, again, I, I, I get more of a reaction for those kind of stories on my podcast, I think, because, you know, I, so many women listen to it now mm-hmm. um, because I sort of go more into depth in, in that kind of real life. I kind of rant. And I think those solos have become quite popular in the States. So um, a lot of women write to me saying I completely, and blended families, that's very common now. Um, you know, introducing someone else into your children's lives. It's not easy. It really isn't. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so yes, I get a lot of lot of letters from women. You guys have made it work perfectly. Oh, no, look, he, he struggled. You know, it's not easy to walk into a ready-made family and mm-hmm. settle down, you know. It, he, he had to jump through hoops, but he, ha- he had patience. And I think that that's really key when you, you know, it's, it's not easy, as I said, to, to date someone single or date someone like me who comes with a whole, you know, already built machine. The Divorce Off Dead podcast, I'm a big fan, by the way, and you, you really do kind of bear it all out and say yeah. exactly what you're thinking. So it is a great listen. However, we're going to jump into questions. So you get Googled a lot. Yes. And we did a quick Google. And what we found was the questions that people ask most about you, we would like you to answer. Okay, go on. So Caroline Stanbury answers Google's top questions about Caroline Stanbury. Uh, is Caroline Stanbury still married? Uh, yes, I'm married to my second <laughs> husband. So is Caroline Stanbury royalty? No. No? Oh, any connections, ties with royalty? Why would uh, that question come up? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, yes, I know. I mean, I know a lot of them. Yes, very well. Okay. Yeah. Is Caroline Stanbury still friends with the ladies of London? Yes. Is Caroline Stanbury still friends with Luke? Yes. Yes? Yes. Tell us about that. Uh, well, Luke's amazing. So he worked with me nine years. Um, and then when the show ended, he moved to America. He actually went to work for a friend of mine, Dorinda Medley, on New York Housewives. Um, and, you know, he just has never been to Dubai yet. But whenever I'm in New York, or we can. But we speak. It's really nice. I love Luke. These are genuinely the questions that come up, by the way, when it says, is Caroline Stanbury? The next one and final one, is Caroline Stanbury's husband rich? 
<laughs> None of your business. <laughs> None of your business, Google. There you go. Karen Sarri, thank you so much thank for you. your time this morning. We really appreciate all your answers. That was so much fun. On. Thank you. Guys, that is it for us on the Love and Dubai show. We're back with you tomorrow morning, same time, same place. Goodbye from me. Goodbye from me. This show is brought to you by the Augustus Media Podcast Network. Thank you for listening and I hope you enjoyed it.